We are officially halfway through the regular NFL season and only four weeks left in the regular fantasy season. So I'm here to break down all the actions, the big wins, the big losses, the booms, the blunders. What's b up to these days? Who knows? We might even have a special appearance from him in the flesh in this video. Stay tuned. Let's dig in. So, like I said, we only have four weeks left in the regular fantasy season. If it were to end today, this is what the playoff bracket would look like. It would be myself with the first round bye. Thank you very much. And it would be Troy Bois, who's tied in record with myself, but the tiebreaker for seeding is the total points for your team, the total points that you produced, all right? So Troy Bois with that second seed would be fighting sharp hobbies right now in the first round of the playoffs. And on the other side, you have Jets Crazy 87 going off against Blaine BTY 8606 with Eater of Pork, the Silver Prisms, getting that first round by on that side. So that's the playoff bracket as of right now. But we got four weeks left. So let's look at the current standings after week nine. By quickly looking at the week nine breakdowns, this was a very um, another low league median in week nine. The league median was just under 120 points, so I barely, barely crested the league median. Was able to squeak out a double win over Team Ramsey 1027. This was close, guys, because this came down to a Monday night finish. He had Allen Robinson, and there was a point where Allen Robinson. Was starting to heat up a little bit. He did get targeted six times, had four receptions, 68 yards. So one of those he almost took to the house. That would have been it for me. That would have been it with the touchdown bonus. Yes, I know there is a little bit of a repetitive point bonus there for the 40 and the 50 plus, and I, that's like a glitch. Like, why would they do that? I wanted it to be if it's a 40-plus yard touchdown, you get this. If it's a 50-plus touchdown, you don't get the, still get the 40. I don't get that. Why they give the 40 or 50? That's a glitch on Sleeper's part. I blame it on them. And next year, we will be modifying that to where it's only a 50-plus yard uh, touchdown bonus. So needless to say, I barely squeaked out of the win. And this week is going to be looking much different. I'm hopefully going to get back Antonio Brown, James Robinson. I may even get to play Alexander Madison if it comes out that Dalvin Cook is, in fact, not the victim in this domestic abuse situation where the league has to suspend him during these uh, legal proceedings and investigations now that are like criminal and civil investigations into him around domestic abuse and uh, uh, potential i don't know not not i was gonna say kidnapping it wasn't kidnapping it was like in uh imprisonment involuntary imprisonment i don't know what's going on over at the chef household but it hasn't been good behind the scenes and so we'll see what happens there but i don't have dalvin cook but i do have alexander madison so as we go down here mr dominator just man he falls now mr dominator falls to Tied for last place. Actually, not quite in last place of Division Two. So, but when you look at this, with only four weeks left, and you look at the Silver Prisms at thirteen and five, Mister Dominator is now seven games behind the Silver Prisms. So, you got to think Sharp Hobbies is in the low tier of Division Two, getting into the playoffs at nine and nine. So, Mister Dominator six and twelve is still only three games behind Sharp Hobbies. And so there is potential, if he can win out these next four weeks, 
And with the, the secondary matchup on a weekly basis against the league medium, that means there's two, four, six, eight. There's eight more chances to get a win, technically, because you have a double matchup every week against your opponent and then one against the league median. You can essentially rack up eight more wins. Now, your opponent may whack, rack up some wins as well and whack off some opponents. I think that's what I was going to say. Whack off some opponents and rack up some wins. They have the potential to rack up another eight as well, or at least another four or potentially zero so there's a lot still of activity. There's still a lot of very dramatic finishes to be had. Like uh, I was looking in the chat during Monday night's game. I noticed that there was a very like Sunday, right? Josh Allen versus Josh Allen action was crazy, right? The Buffalo Bills getting beat by the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know if it was the intimidation factor from the Jags, Josh Allen, that forced the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, to have the worst game of any NFL QB this season, but he did. He he managed to do it somehow, and so let's quickly uh, recap the rest of the matchups from Week 9 before we look at Week 10 and the waiver wire activity this week. Uh, I noticed B-Goat was immediately dropping players after Sunday. What happened to B-Goat this past week? Oh, he got a loss, but he did get a win. What's that? Oh, Beagle's right outside. Let's go talk to him, guys. Guest appearance here from Beagle. He is 7 and 11, tied for last place in the league. Last place? I'm not last place. In, in the Division in 1. The division. Last place in Division 1. Uh, I'm coming <laughs> after all you guys. You better watch out. That's it? PJ Walker's going to make me come and win first place in the league. PJ Walker? Yeah. Oh, that's the. Uh, is he now starting for yeah. Sam Darnold? Yeah, because he's in. Wow. All right, B-Goat. Good luck, man. Let's get back to roasting him. Yes, but B-Goat did play Kadarius Tony. Now, if you'll notice here on the league activity, B-Goat has since dropped Kadarius Tony on Tuesday morning. Just a day ago, he's dropped the Dallas Stevens. He's also dropped boston scott so if you don't perform on Beagle's roster you is not gonna stay around long he does not tolerate goose eggs on his roster the Kadarius tony only 0.9 points causing him to lose by just nine points against team ridley very much upset him very much upset him you're done dallas cowboys defense you're done Kadarius tony's boston scott you weren't able to find the end zone again I'm done with you as well. But on the other side, look at all the points that was left on Team Ridley's bench. I mean, she's got a really solid roster any given week. She wants to put it together. Darno Moody had him finally a really good game with two touchdowns with uh, Justin Fields there Monday night. That was incredible. Good stuff to see there. Teddy Bridgewater having a solid game. The Rams' defense never disappoints on a weekly basis. Travis Kelsey always is is seeming to have a big boom game in him any given week. She comes away with a double win. Uh, kind of needed that because there had been some bad streaks there for a while. Gronkineers, man, taking a double loss. What happened to Gronkineers? He had James Conner and Carson Wentz on his bench. That is 70 points on his bench. And you look at the super flex spot. He had Jordan Love, who had a terrible game. They put Jordan Love's mom in the nosebleeds. I don't know if that had anything to do to it. You know, shout out to my buddy Carter, the power, who made me aware that they, they sat Jordan Love's mom in the nosebleeds for his NFL debut. That's kind of messed up. And I don't know if that got into his psyche or what have you. 
Rodgers may miss this week again. That's kind of the speculation right now. It's not guaranteed he's going to play. I also I also see here Odell Beckham on the bench for uh, Gronkineers. This is a big storyline right now. We're all following. The week started off. He was going to the Seahawks, and then it transitioned to the Green Bay Packers, and then it transitioned to the Green Bay Packers were only going to offer him the veteran minimum, and now the word on the street is that he may sign with the Saints, the New Orleans Saints, but the Saints are down Jameis Winston. He's down for the year, so his quarterback would be Trevor Simeon or Taysom Hill, which I think likely would be Trevor Simeon. So I don't know what's going to happen there, but Gronkineers left a massive amount of points on his bench this past week, which really hurt him because Lamar Jackson came through with 40 points, but... He played, he rolled the dice and thought Chase Edmonds would have the better game against San Francisco. Chase Edmonds, I think, ended up coming away with an injury early in this game. High ankle sprain. James Conner goes off. He goes nuclear with a big 40-plus yard touchdown run. Another touchdown run. 77 total yards um, in the air on five receptions. 96 total yards on the ground. Just massive day from James Conner. Uh, with the 45 points, solid day from Carson Wentz, and, and Gronkineers is really, I'm sure, not happy about that one. Blaine, on the other hand, is ecstatic because he came away with a three-point win. I mean, a three-point win, such a close matchup, and uh, the really the only thing that really hurt him was Kenny Galladay, which is kind of a gamble on any given week with the, with the Giants there. Uh, Devonta Freeman had some solid points. He could have had him in over Tony Pollard. But I definitely get it, and I think Zeke may be struggling with an injury, so Tony Pollard may become even more viable. And like we said, 10.56 from Josh Allen from the Buffalo Bills is terrible week. Four sacks, one fumble, two interceptions. Gross. Absolutely gross. So Blaine barely squeaking out a single win. He goes to 10-8. and eight. He's very much in the thick of things. Would make the playoffs as the season end today. Troy Bois, this is the big storyline because we saw Troy Bois going off against the Silver Prisms. Troy Bois beat the Silver Prisms, so now Troy Bois is tied with me for first place in the league, and he came away with 128 points in this, giving him the double win, uh, Ryan Tannehill, but Jonathan Taylor has been putting up just a massive amount of points for him on a weekly basis. You look at the Last five weeks, the last six weeks from Jonathan Taylor, week four, 25 points, week five, 42, six, 34, week seven, 23, week eight, 23, week nine, 46. Dear God, Jonathan Taylor has just gone to elite RB1 status. This season has really helped Troy Bois out a lot. My only hope is because when we zoom forward here to week 10, you'll see, I think this is the matchup of the week. I'm playing Troy Bois, guys. I'm playing Troy Bois. Or maybe the Silver Prison. Right, we'll take a look at it. Um, let's finish up the quick recap of Week 9 action here. The Sharp Hobbies getting a win over Trey Area. Trey Area not getting the massive amount of points he's used to this week. What happened? Joe Burrow had a really bad game. A lot of sacks, two interceptions, no bueno there. Uh, Jamar Chase having a couple nasty drops. A lot of missed opportunities from Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase in that game. Um, Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks under single digits. San Fran's defense against Arizona. Colt McCoy is very efficient stepping in uh, for the injured Kyler Murray. <clears throat> and I, I started him. I, I picked him up and started him. I did. I preferred him over Jacoby, over the smoke brisket. Uh, on the other side, Sharp Hobbies, you know, very happy again with a bounce back from Justin Herbert. 
The Cardinals defense coming through Christian Kirk. Look at that ugly 10.3 points, though, from Patrick Mahomes. They may have beat the Packers, but Patrick Mahomes had like a 72 QBR. Wasn't pretty. It was not a very good game from him again at all. His rig card prices are so low right now. They just keep tanking. It's pretty crazy. All right, so let's look at, you know, the Goonies with 120 points over a big win. Mr. Dominator, we talked about that. McNichols, uh, Adrian Peterson had a better game in Week 9 than McNichols. So let's look at Week 10. Oh, it's the Silver Prisons I'm playing. This, in my opinion, is the matchup of the week because myself, in first place of Division One, the Silver Prisms in first place of Division Two, both at 13 and 5. Huge implications. This is going to be a big swing, whatever happens here in this matchup. We're pretty much neck and neck right now. Let's look at the waiver wire activity. Uh, like I said, Bigo dropping Kadarius Tony, Dallas Cowboys, Boston Scott, uh, myself getting the best manager. Yeah, it was kind of the weekly report, but we went through that in a, uh, a week by, uh, you know, a match by match basis. And uh, there, yeah, that's why we have Bego was mentioning that it sucks when you get number three in performance and still lose. And that's why we have that league medium matchup on a weekly basis. Blaine says Bego's got a good chance at beating him this week. But Blaine is projected way over Bego's. I'm guessing that's because Bego's got some zeros on his roster. Super flex spot is empty. That's a big hole when you can slot in a QB into that hole. Let's look at the waiver wire activity. There was a. Uh, Two bids on Jordan Howard. Bigode obviously in at zero. He-Man Pete got him at six. Dropped Ajay Sharp. Rug Jr. picked up T.Y. Hilton. Dropped Nelson Aguilar for five. Rug Jr. also picked up Brandon Bolden. Dropped Trace, Chase Edmonds. Wow, okay. So Chase Edmonds, the high angle sprain. I guess he's expected probably to go on uh, potentially long-term IR there for the rest of the season. That's, uh, high angle sprains are, are tough injuries to come back from in explosive positions. Uh, look at Michael Thomas. 2020 that was uh you know started as his ailment high ankle sprain tennessee titans picked up for san francisco 49ers bigo said he wanted to get in on that but he has zero dollars troy bois picked up naheem hines for one i'm surprised there wasn't more action in on this of course bigo was in at zero but troy bois gave him for a dollar got the handcuff to his jonathan taylor that was a smart pickup troy bois good pickup there sharp hobbies picked up Corey davis dropped cj uzoma for a dollar bigo got pj walker P.J. Walker. Is P.J. going to get the start? Starting chance opens up. Walker's on track to start Sunday against the Cardinals with Sam Darnold shoulder dealing with a partially fractured scapula. Well, I wonder if if uh, Matt Rule and Joe Brady intentionally fractured uh, Sam Darnold's scapula because he was playing absolutely terrible and he was on the verge of being benched by based on performance <laughs> to begin with. So the fact that he's injured just kind of like, oh, they're like, oh, thank God Sam Darnold's injured. Matt Rule's like, oh, thank God we can put in P.J. Walker. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if he can play as good as he did in the XFL. That is certainly Bigot's hope. <laughs> P.J. Walker's going to make me come and win first place in the league. Hey, Bigot also picked up Ramadre Stevenson and Dan Arnold on the zeros and Russell Gage all on zeros. Bunch of zero pickups. Dear God, Bigot, how many acquisitions do you put on on a weekly basis? So let's look at the matchups in Week 10. Myself, Silver Prisms. I'm narrowly favored right now. What's going on with the Silver Prisms? Does he have any zeros he's going to fill? Oh, his defense is on bye week. Somebody go out. Everybody go out and pick up the good defenses before Silver Prisms can get one. <laughs> Cincinnati's on bye week. Conklin at 8.5. Gaskin going uh, home against Baltimore. He's got Marvin Jones, his guy in Jacksonville at Indianapolis. 
Debo Samuel at home against the Rams. Melvin Gordon at home. Melvin Gordon's been having some really solid weeks as of as of late. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, I think he's going to get him back this weekend at Arizona. So here we go. Christian McCaffrey going to be making his fifth start to the year, man. No more fancy moves from, from you, Christian McCaffrey. See how long you're going to stay healthy this time. And, of course, he's got Dak Prescott at home against Atlanta. I don't know if I'll be playing Kyler Murray or uh, Colt McCoy this week, but it'll be one of them. I can guarantee you that based on the pace of play and all his offensive weapons there. Hopefully they get DeAndre Hopkins back this week. Of course, I'll be playing James Robinson if he's healthy. A.J. Brown is now a must-start for me. Uh, Brandon Ayuk has been on the up-and-up, guys. Brandon Ayuk has been very much trending upward. You know, week 7, 1.6 points, but then week 8, 8.5, and then week 9, 15.9. So hopefully, this is a trend. Hopefully, we continue to have more Brandon Ayuk breakout weeks. Marquise Brown is just a, he's a stud any given week. I'm loving the the rate at which he's targeted and his deep ball threat. And uh, Lamar Jackson's throwing the ball really well. Hunter Henry is like the touchdown guy. Look at this, man. Uh, week four, five, six, seven, he got a touchdown every single one of those weeks. Didn't get one week eight against the Chargers, but found the end zone again in week nine at Carolina. So I'm loving that there. All right, let's look at the Gronkineers versus Mr. Dominator. Mr. Dominator only projected 96 points. What is going on here? Khalil Herbert's on a bye week, plus you got a big you know, resurgence of David Montgomery. He looked really good there Monday night, and um, Khalil Herbert was very much you know on the sidelines a lot of that game daniel jones a bye week so that's a big hit you also have justin fields on a bye week tyrod taylor on a bye week so a little bye week bug going here for mr dominator who's already struggling at six and twelve certainly can't afford to have a bunch of these quarterbacks and other super flex players on bye week he's still got tyreek hill matt stafford uh deontay johnson darren waller but i don't know if that's going to be enough to carry his team win Russell Wilson is looking to make his comeback this week. He said he's not going to play until he's 100%, but he gets on the practice field this week, and he participated in Monday's practice. He looks like he's going to play. Oh, man. Gronkineers has also got Mike Evans back from bye week, Amari Cooper, Fryermuth, who had a big breakout game Monday night, man, with 21.3 points. Fryermuth really having a, a strong go the last few weeks here. Uh, Hunter Renfro, who could soak up some of those vacated targets from Henry Ruggs. Derek Gore, I don't know much about this guy. He only got three carries in week nine. This really hurt Gronkineers last week. But look, he's got James Conner in the lineup. Uh, is he going to be able to make some good start-sit decisions this week? Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, he really struggled. He might be slotting Brandon Bolden in for Derek Gore. And um, hopefully that works out for him. Thursday night, though is a big game, Baltimore at Miami. It's a big game for Baltimore. We know there's a lot of fantasy players on Baltimore, but Miami has been putting up quite a fight on defense uh, these last few weeks. So they've got a they've got a decent secondary at time with Xavier, I think it's Xavier Rhodes or Xavier Howard, one of those. I know his first name is Xavier, and um, they've got a decent defense at times. They can show up. They can put pressure there's also fantasy players on Miami that I know guys are playing. So big Thursday night game. I'll definitely be keeping my eyeballs on that. This is the other ma big matchup of the week here for sure. Troy Bois, 13, point, 13 and 5 against Sharp Hobbies at 9 and 9. Both playoff teams right now in the league. And they're both neck and neck here in projections. And Troy Bois right now is projected to get beat. 
And it'll be interesting to see if he gets Aaron Rodgers back. I guess he's probably got Aaron Rodgers on his COVID. Yeah, he's got Aaron Rodgers in his COVID slot there in the, the IR slash COVID slot. So um, you can definitely take advantage of that. So you can, you know, fill in your bench spots with, with more players that could potentially play. So Troy Brod trying to play it smart over here. And I believe there's a potential trade offer. Oh, that's Eater of Pork and Rug Jr. have a potential trade on the on the board. But Tennessee Titans are playing at home against New Orleans. Uh, let's see what Sharp Hobby's got going this week. Patrick Mahomes, is he finally going to reach his projected points? They continue to project him high, but he continues to under-deliver every week. Stephon Diggs, looking for a bounce-back week. Love Chris Godwin, any given week. Mike Williams, Jasicki. Incredible one-handed catch from Jasicki. So we'll be looking for more of those on Thursday night. And Justin Herbert at home against Minnesota Sunday at 4.05. That's a big game. The Arizona defense is playing at home against Carolina. So and on the other side, the Colts defense at home against Jacksonville. Mm, I got to give edge Arizona defense here because of the P.J. Walker. He's kind of like a rookie coming from the XFL. I'm not sure where that transition looks like but i think pj walker had a couple snaps a few weeks ago it wasn't anything special or anything to really uh turn our eyes at so it'll be interesting to see if pj walker can uh, really get it going in a full game here big matchup there between troy blood and sharp hobbies um then we uh we got b goat 7 who's still not out of it like we talked about there's potential eight wins or eight losses left there's a total of eight matchups left two on a weekly basis four weeks left going up against Blaine, who is a playoff team at 10-8. and eight. And right now, uh, B-Goat has got some holes to fill in his team. So he'll be plugging in P.J. Walker to that super flex. That's definitely going to get the projections closer. I'm coming after all you guys. <laughs> you better watch out. He's hoping for a big game there. We're playing Tampa defense. That's, uh, that's going to be a nice little start there at Washington. Be a little rematch from the divisional playoff game last year because Heineke's still the starting quarterback for Washington. I'm on the fence of whether or not I'm going to start him. He is on my bench. The Buffalo defense is playing at the Jets, so um, that's a very good start. You're happy about that. I mean, I wonder if Mike White is going to get a start. That would be something very interesting to watch there. Very interesting storyline to watch, see who's going to start if it's Josh Johnson or Zach Wilson. You're definitely happy about the Buffalo defense. Even if it's Mike White, we still tend to think that that was an anomaly, that that one game in a quarter that Mike White had. So I don't know, man. I don't know. That's that's an interesting storyline. Eckler, one of the true bell cows in the league. Josh Allen, there he is on Blaine. So big storylines. Matt Ryan at the Dallas Cowboys. Oof. Is this going to be a Trayvon Diggs pickoff Matt Ryan day? Or Zeke Elliott at home against Matt Ryan? Is he going to have a monster day? Got a little stack going there in the Atlanta Dallas game for B-Goat, Devonta Smith, Rashad Bateman, who I really like. I really like Rashad Bateman at Miami tomorrow night. I'll be watching him, I'm hoping, because I've got him in another league that he puts up some fantasy points. So I'm rooting for him there, B-Goat. Then you got Trey Area 9-9 versus Team Ridley 18 at 7-11. Both of these are potential playoff teams. They're right on the cusp. So this is another very big matchup. I'm hoping Tom Brady has a big game. Nick Chubb is, no, he's COVID. Weak status. Uh, 10 status to be determined have updates on either Chubb or Demetrius Felton were both placed on the reserve COVID list Tuesday so we could be looking at another Dearness Johnson game and I believe I still have Dearness Johnson on one of my uh, one of my benches in one of these leagues 
No, yeah, I do. I have him in this one. So you may be looking at me starting Dearness Johnson this week if he's unable, if Chubb and Forrest. So if you want a potential make a trade, Ridley, then let's talk. Let's make it. Let's make maybe make a trade. I see you got the Rams defense. I'm interested in that. I see you got Travis Kelsey, <laughs> Julio Jones. Let's talk. Let's talk, Ridley. Uh, Jerry Judy, DeAndre Swift. I really like Swift. He is Swift. Alvin Kamara, man, what is going on with Kamara? Is he dealing with an injury? They worked out free agent running back on Johnson, Rodney Smith, and Josh Adams on Tuesday, and there have been whispers that Alvin Kamara might have gotten banged up in the Week 9 loss to the Atlanta Falcons last Sunday. This will be something to watch as far as Kamara's practice status is concerned in the lead-up to the Week 10 game against the Tennessee Titans. He played only 68% of the offensive snaps compared to 34% for Mark Ingram. And Kamara only had six more touches than Ingram as well. Kamara still managed to find the end zone, but he caught one fewer pass than Ingram on two more targets. So it's just very interesting to watch what's going on with the target there, share there and the snap share and whether or not he's dealing with an injury and they're preserving his legs as the Saints continue to try and make a playoff run. So happy the Falcons beat them this last week because of my Buccaneers. I wanted us to stay in first place. In the AFC South, that's big, big time. That was big time. So great job, Ridley, on your team getting a win. Not just you in fantasy, but the Falcons beating the Saints. That was awesome. So last but not least, we've got the Goonies going up against Team Ramsey. Team Ramsey, the worst team in the league right now at 5-13 and against the Goonies, who is a playoff team on the cusp of the playoffs at 9-9. Nine and nine. Derek Carr, Sunday night. At home against Kansas City, another huge game for Kansas City. There's going to be a ton of eyeballs on this game, ton of implication, fantasy on both sides. That's going to be a huge Sunday night game. Very much looking forward to that. Josh Jacobs in that game. McNichols, Elijah Moore, who had a great game, but two touchdowns in that game. Outside of the touchdowns, outside of the touchdowns, not bad, actually. Had eight targets, so... Been targeted over five times. Six targets in week seven, six targets in week eight, eight targets in week nine. And one of those touchdowns came from Josh Johnson. So that's kind of promising, right? I mean, uh, looks like he's going to roll with Elijah Moore again this week and kind of chase those touchdowns. Same thing with Brian Edwards. Is he going to soak up some vacated targets from Henry Ruggs? Well, in week nine, that was not the case. He was only targeted four times in week nine. Four times, but he was on the field 93% of the snaps. So that's a good sign right there. We know Derek Carr likes to spread the ball around a lot. Plus, he had a bad week this last week. Team Ramsey on the other side, Jalen Hurts at Denver uh, against Denver defense in Mile High Stadium. That's going to be a tough matchup, uh, but we can expect 15 to 20 points. Is Dalvin Cook going to play? So if Dalvin Cook doesn't play, this is going to be a huge bust to uh, Team Ramsey's roster, who's already going to miss Jamar Chase, Allen Robinson to bye weeks. And um, it's going to be hurting, but he is getting Leonard Fournette back this week. He's getting Antonio Gibson back. Both of those teams on, for, on bye week, getting both those back. You can always play Jamison Crowder, who seems to be a target monster. You always have George Kittle on your bench, too. So you could slot in, even though you've got Kyle Pitts, you could slot in. George Kittle in the super flex spot because of the the uh, the target premium, the full point PPR, the full point per reception that tight end gets in this league. That may be a very viable start for you. So, guys, I'll be back real soon to break down all the action. Enjoy the Thursday night game. Big one. 
Hope you guys enjoy all the football this week. Of course, I'm always in the chat and, and checking things out and talking smack when I can, just having fun. Let's have fun. Let's play hard. Good luck. Good game. See you in that next one. Peace.